1: oh let's start it up friday energy the second to last podcast of the week for dnvr not the That's last right. one we got our bus That's show right. live no, and yeah, a the live show let's go what is up everybody welcome into the dnvr sports podcast who we got our representative sponsor today
0: breckenridge Brecken mountain beach, let's do it sour season uh so many great breck beers this summer the mountain beach
1: is the best named one i've said this before but it's the best named one Jeez. The Avalanche Amber is the top, in my opinion, is my own personal ranking. Mm-hmm. Palisade Good. Peach, Good. I would say, the unofficial beer of summer, though. So that's the one. Even though Mountain Beach is our presenting sponsor beer, I'm going with Palisade Peach. Guys, we got a great show for you today. We're doing the what ifs, but not just the what ifs in history, we're doing what ifs of the last five years we're containing it just to the last five years yes. this is recent history if we I go too like far you're almost needling more doing it so recent it, it does it does hurt a little <laughs> yeah. bit worse yeah. it definitely hurts a little bit worse uh to go back although not for us man look at us we're, the, champions. we're we're feeling good oh, yeah, come true. on man yeah, that's true uh i did bring in the homies today talking all sports to at you every day doing the bet show also the general manager here we
0: got andre simone <laughs> Let's go. Happy Friday to you all. Sliding doors moments. Nothing better than discussing a good hypothetical. (laughs) A good hypothetical.
1: What do you do in the summer in the (laughs) off season of all your sports? You do hypotheticals, (laughs) Andre. Let's go. That's what we're doing. Uh, And then, of course, the bearded man talking hockey with you five days a week. It is Rudo. We've all run into a sliding door at one point in our lives, right? <laughs> like, everyone's done it at least once. So. I've never run into a sliding door. I will say, though, as a fellow tall guy, this is a true story. I knocked myself out in college one time coming down the stairs and hitting the overhead. Oh, That's true cold. story. Jeez. People thought I was drunk. <laughs> That's... People thought I was drunk and like passed out or whatever. That's what those know. You
0: won't even correct him. You'll let him think that. I couldn't
1: believe it, man. Unbelievable. That's
0: tough, bro. That's tough.
1: Being tall is a bummer. Actually, you know, in Studio A, there's the, uh, you probably probably don't know this because you know what? It doesn't bother you, but there is the sprinkler that's a little bit like Uh one inch lower. Mm -hmm. Hit my head on it every time I walk around. Wow, that sounds painful. Oh, so little do you guess. You being average height. (laughs) Thank Thank you. you. We're talking what ifs, and again, the last five years, and I don't think there's a team that has more... You're talking about pain, right? There's, yeah, really, yeah, there's yeah. not a team that has worse. Worse as in they're all negative. Some of these can be positive, but nobody has to worse think. in terms of negative than the Denver Broncos. The last Jeez. five years for the Denver Broncos has kind of been a fork in the road. What if? Yeah, like <laughs> a, a, a series of forks in the it's road brutal. and constantly taking the wrong fork. Yeah.
0: yeah, pretty much. And not so many alternative forks to take. Like, it's just... They're Down in the dumps, I mean, from what yeah, I heard from Sean Payton, bad. it seems like there might be some alternative oh, routes you could have
1: taken. But <laughs> my optimism for Broncos is definitely waning. None of us, particularly Broncos guys, and we all cover everybody's a Bronco guy that lives in Denver, that's right. Yeah. But damn straight, I will say, man, I, I famously, I think on this show two weeks ago, I was like, my optimism is unbelievable <laughs> yeah, out of control. Yeah, I'm yeah, telling you already, right like back into the dumpster. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know. Russell Wilson has zero touchdowns through 9 days it's of training not camp. Not awesome. Not awesome. That's a little well, concerning. I but I mean,
2: given the season the Avs just had, seeing everyone get injured in Broncos training camp is like, oh, it's going to be
1: one of those. Huh? One of those. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that's football in general. But let's get into the what if first for the Broncos. The biggest <laughs> what if, and I think it might be the number 1 what if, if we really do like all Denver sports. Of all of them the last what, 5 years, yeah. What if exactly 5 years ago, 2018, Denver Broncos had draft, drafted Josh Allen <laughs> instead of Bradley Chubb? Now, this one's gotten a lot of airtime everywhere. Talk radio, newspaper, print, Certainly. everything has yep. been talking about this one. Yep. But to me, it's the number one. Dre, walk us back here. There's six cities you can
0: do this with because he's drafted seventh oh, overall.
1: Right. <laughs> but even at the time, though, here's the difference. Oh. The, it still was everybody was calling for. This is one that there was at least enough people saying, that's the guy. Go for it.
0: Yes, there was. He was, though, the classic boomer bus prospect. Oh. This guy was Giannis. He was, I don't know, name some toolsy power forward <laughs> with, like, crappy stats. Uh, he Like, I remember getting in... Such a debate with an old Italian friend I used to podcast with over whether Josh Allen was a viable prospect or not. And Where were he you just at? stopped talking to me. Really? I was coming from the Senior Bowl, and he was like, "Oh man, no. you saw Josh Allen at the Senior Bowl," and I was like, "So you were anti Josh Allen?" I was I was more pro of Josh Allen than most, but <laughs> like he um, he didn't complete over sixty percent of his passes, and that was the book on him. Was like this guy's. Historically inaccurate as far as quarterback prospects go. Yes, he does have all those other tools. And I wrote a column at the time, don't let Paxton Lynch's development mm. make you shy away from Josh Allen. And I wonder how much Paxton not working out, being another big quarterback, big arm athlete who didn't pan out, I, like really impacted that decision.
2: I mean, that would be my question in that what if, is even if the Broncos drafted him, that's Would they the have one. given him enough time? Because it took a little while in Buffalo for yes, him to it get did. it
0: together. Yes, it did. Mm.
2: Or is is there a world where Josh Allen is just another name on the list of failed Broncos quarterbacks? I
0: kind of have a theory that rookie coaches and rookie quarterbacks in this town for the Denver Broncos <laughs> are seldom going to work out. You need to be super so, duper special to work out. But is this still a thing? Here's my question, though. It, the post Elway thing mm-hmm. was a
1: big deal because it yeah. was like, well, yes. we have it, yes. and we're going to run yes. into this with Jokic at a certain mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure the Abs ran into this, you know, in the, the first. Got the Golden second era. coming. The they ones. got, yeah. but it took a generation. Yeah. you know, there's yeah. a generational there's a gap there. Decade of pain in there, and I do wonder with the Broncos, like that, nobody living up to the Elway standard mm-hmm. lingered way longer than it should. Yeah, have. yeah. way yes. longer than it should yeah. have. I do wonder though. Then you go from Manning in 2013 being like, you know, transcendent. Yeah. 2014 then 2015 you won a super bowl it shouldn't have lingered from there and you did have trevor simeon paxton lynch you did have like the like that carousel but to me what we know about football obviously over the last decade of course you should just take quarterbacks
0: yeah pretty much and just find one <laughs> like get so four much of them more and valuable <laughs> uh-huh i know why hasn't anyone done this <laughs> it's the crazy thing why don't you just go all in and i think it's less like the you know, having to pick the mantle from Elway and Manning. I just think it's all the media attention and fan base impatience with young quarterback. Like, I don't yeah, know that we're willing to give a long enough sure. leash, you know? Let's ask this first one, though. That might be a cop. I,
1: I do <laughs> think the period from 2018 to 2022, it's a four-year period, and you could actually probably go two years before that even. But that period is, in my opinion, defined by the ownership change. Bowen's fully yes, gone at that point yes. we don't know exactly what mm-hmm. we're doing and no. ours all that so i wonder if the broncos got josh allen in 2018 yeah is he good is there a chance <laughs> like, i like to believe it's vance joseph uh-huh.
0: it, right it's vance joseph it's a revolving door of offensive co- coordinators like i don't know it's a it's a 50 50 proposition and it's crazy to say with what's arguably the second best player in the nfl <laughs> right, now, right like that oh he wouldn't have worked out here but i I mean, he was very raw. He needed to develop quite a bit, especially those first two years before he could break out in year three. And yeah, I wonder, would he have gotten that runway endeavor?
1: Well, not, you were coming him to be honest, but Jokic maybe is also a comp here. Like, I, people, Jokic uh-huh. is so great. He's one yeah. of the greatest players ever. But I actually think, and it's not even a knock on him; it's a knock on the fact that he was always going to be a second-round pick.
0: I don't know that he would have worked out everywhere. In right. fact, yeah. I think there's
1: a lot of places he mm-hmm. wouldn't have. And maybe mm-hmm. Josh
0: Allen. Well, he's some so con- unconventional, too. You right. know, like not everyone can fit those skills. You know. Um, that that being said, though, Dre, if he did work out, it's like Vance <laughs> Joseph, oh, like the yeah. second greatest yeah. Broncos <laughs> coach yeah, of all time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh huh. I know. That's what's crazy. I mean, the sliding doors of like. If Josh Allen worked out and the Chiefs and Broncos have the, the best young quarterbacks in the entire NFL oh, band, he made it it out for the next team. twelve years. The
1: NFL missed out on that this. The is. Broncos yes. screwed the NFL. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. The kid comes from Wyoming. I mean, I remember going to Josh Allen's pro day and nothing but NFL media and GMs and Gary Kubiak was there and he put on an absolute show. All right. The guys like raw talent wise, he's incredible mesmerizing all
2: talent i i just struggle to believe the broncos could have given him the toolbox my other question there though yeah. is would the broncos have had a receiving core
0: that would make it work gosh i'm trying to think back to 2018 they probably Emmanuel were
1: courtland sutton demarius thomas tim patrick that's, that's so not still bad
0: have some veterans that's yeah Done worse. They could
2: have they got him in there. Could have done worse. But it's Vance sure. Joseph would have been having yeah. the time Vance of his
1: life. Joseph. No doubt. Um, <laughs> Jed, know. the King of Thornton in the, co- in the chat here talking about Pat Bowen back in 2009 firing Mike Shanahan. We're only going back five years, but it does bring up our second sliding doors for the Denver Broncos, yeah. or what if, which is what if the Broncos hired Kyle Shanahan as their head coach instead of Vance Joseph. Kyle Shanahan, phenomenal coach. Yeah, it's just a, not,
0: turns not, out, not
1: so good to the out. coach.
0: And yeah, Kyle Shanahan, one of those few coaches who's kind of shown you can win in the NFL without having a great quarterback, which is kind of, kind of sounds like what the Broncos could have really used the last five years. Yeah. Boy, this one is on. This one's more an episode from Succession or a Game of Thrones book than it is a Broncos <laughs> sliding door. Because <laughs> I think so much of this really does have to do with like was Elway ready to share that spotlight, you know? I mean, because Kyle really was... A character. Yeah, Yeah. a bit of a chosen son in this town. But you think it was him and not Joe Ellis? uh, I think it was a combination of all... Look, I think in a lot of ways, they already had kind of pegged Vance Joseph as the guy years prior. But Kyle Shan... Every once in a while, there are these coaching cycles where there's a candidate like Kyle Shannon and who you know like oh this guy's gonna be this guy's got next and the broncos being the broncos him being mike shanahan's son if they wanted him he was theirs to have like you could have made that happen and then it would have just had this perfect like kind of harmonious like mike's the guy who got john in and won a title for him and john brings in kyle and like just it would have been almost too perfect, you know, and I think it just was a little, yeah, you know, like I, I think it was almost too. It was so perfect, it was messy, and this, they went another direction, like you're trying to talk disaster. yourself
2: into it was the right decision after the fact. Is what it yeah. <laughs> Hiring Kyle Shanahan? No,
0: not hiring. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I think it would have been perfect. To me, that was a shoo-in. To me, that. You know, every once in a while, as a franchise, you have these unique advantages, and there, to me, they had this like, oh, we can play this Kyle Shanahan card, and they chose not to. He was theirs to have. Do you think this would've hurt Kyle Shanahan at all? Because there's
1: one thing to be That's the son the of a famous athlete or mm-hmm. coach or whatever, yeah. but there's another one to be that and then go to the same yeah. franchise. Uh-huh. Where do we have, what's the precedent in sports? Do we have this father and son mm-hmm. In, Both for the for same coaching, team? I don't know, or coaching, or but even just the we're same seeing team.
0: it more in like college hoops, right? Like John I get, Thompson, yeah, John yeah. Thompson. I mean, he, and to me, Patrick Ewing almost being hired as a George, you know, it's like Ewing is so from, close. His, you know? He's it's just like, an alum. There's a lot of LA, alum, like Shanahan
2: thing. The you know? Griffies are so close. Uh, the Guerreros. Baseball has
0: it, yeah, it seems. maybe baseball. It's an easier sport. But same, yeah,
1: same... The same team part of this, because obviously in the NBA, uh-huh. we have some great, uh-huh. like, father-son things, but they're, they're different right, franchises, right. Yeah. you know? And I do think there's just something, too, like, Klay Thompson's a Laker, and now mm-hmm. it's like, in his father's... You know, I don't know. Does it well, make it a little and different? In
0: that hierarchy, like, Kyle Shanahan, part of his success is he handpicked his GM yeah. in San Francisco, and that's John Lynch, another former Bronco. And... Well, it's you know it's a GM coach relationship where really the GM answers to the coach. He would not have had that in Denver where right. John Elway is like an off season off of his Super Bowl win, right? <laughs> like John at that point is running the town, he's running the franchise. Um, it's it's very complex, but I mean that that definitely sets the Broncos on a completely different trajectory for the future.
1: Rudo, the thing about Kyle Shanahan is. Team probably would have been way more fun. Oh, that's that. I actually wanted to ask. No like,
2: doubt. The modern Broncos have kind of been projected as this defensive team out of necessity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could Shanahan have changed that? Would this have been a gung ho offense, completely different look? At,
0: at least to some extent. Yeah. I mean, it would at least be more progressive and entertaining than it's been the last five years. And you would have had some consistency on the offensive play calling, which. Might have doomed right, them right, more right, than right, anything right, right, else, right, right.
1: you know. Like this is my thing, though. About my optimism is, I. This is my belief yep. that this coach can yep. come in. And if you're an offensive-minded guy mm-hmm. with a little creativity and forward thinking, you'll change it. But. Again, this is a real test for the Broncos this year. Are they actually different? that's yeah, huge. TVD. But Kyle Shanahan, if you, if you combine these, what if you got Kyle Shanahan and Josh Allen in <laughs> 2018? I know. <laughs> the Broncos, <laughs> the Nuggets and Avs titles, like uh, totally irrelevant. under the radar. Don't Nobody even I notices. Know. I know. Because <laughs> we're just talking Broncos all the time. Uh, the last one I have here, and this is, this is a quick one. What if the Eagles traded for Russell Wilson instead of the Broncos? This might be the biggest what if, yeah. just because uh, it feels a little hopeless at the moment with old Russ
0: it does and i mean that's one like keeping the bank for tdsp of like worst trades in denver sports history in a couple years if if you don't see that jump from russ and having been able to dodge that bullet would obviously have been huge um i think philly would have ran russell wilson's
2: corniness out of town in about two weeks (laughs) that's the other thing is a
0: tough sell The Eagles by not making that trade had an all-time season and now have this like emerging young quarterback who in that offseason they were on the fence about if jalen hurts a second rounder was really the answer so it's a sliding doors with more at large nfl implications god i wonder who the quarterback would be though i know so, can he pick it? I don't know. I mean it's another like boy, the alternative. Could it actually be worse. <laughs> yeah. Could truly, be Aaron, could be Aaron Rodgers was like rumored yeah. and then a year later ends up and leaving. Rogers so maybe it was been, like right. a
1: gap year and then,
0: and then Aaron Rodgers. The other one is is hack it so bad it wouldn't have mattered, you know, yeah, like, for real. one or another. Um, but at least you would still have those top ten picks that the Seahawks have since used. Yeah, that's true. Here's
1: the funny thing is I when I was talking about my change in optimism too weeks ago i was like it's not russ he still has it it was hackett it's all his fault <laughs> and, and now i'm sitting down. here going what oh, if God, Hackett's it's a genius <laughs> <laughs> this is the next great coach but he was oh, he strapped to russ. Yeah, he strapped <laughs> to russ. uh all right uh, let's take a little break on the other side rudo we're gonna get into some abs you might have a little insight on some, some of abs are fun some are painful it's, it's true <laughs> there are some good ones though
0: yeah so i'm not on the I don't know the Slack DM conversation where everyone got free factor meal kits and is bragging about it. <laughs> Sucks to suck, Dre. Uh, yeah, it does suck to suck. That's right. Because I see, I him. was I was gone that week. The one week oh, I was gone. Oh, you were in Iceland. You got factor meal kits. You guys, kit you guys missed out. Yeah, let dude, me tell you. I know. I, I see the sales squad. They're having it for lunch, it's, dude. They're
2: the best lunches.
0: Jason Seriously. was having a delicious like potatoes and mm. carrots mm. and like some
2: brown beef of- yeah, Just look extraordinary. A little, uh, a little meatloaf, so good. Actually, they, they have like fillets if you want to get their nice stuff. It's what the hell, Rudo? Are you putting them in the oven? Or are you no two minutes? You zap, zap them! You zap them for two oh, minutes. Oh man,
0: it's so good. Honestly, the thing I'm most jealous about right now is these shakes. I see, like, (laughs) Megan tweeting out. I'm like, dude, I I know the shakes, they look phenomenal. I I did not
2: get any of the shakes because my wife drank them all and, like, really, Uh, (laughs)
0: you got got, got jacked. (laughs) That's how you know this is the real deal, man. I mean, they are all the rage here at the DMVR office, they are just all the rage in general. Head to Factor slash dnvr 50 there you go yeah for tdsp dnvr 50 factor meals with an s.com slash dmvr 50 and use that code dmvr 50 to get 50 percent off that's code dmvr look, look, look how good that, that looks strawberry banana factor Jeez. shake my god uh... her, uh, her fridge is also putting my fridge to shame there it's <laughs> no surprise good stuff yeah, yeah. no surprise indeed all these great meals. Yeah, Hank's eating well. I'm like, what's going on right now? Dre's fridge is just bananas, by the way. People don't know this. He eats 12 bananas a day. <laughs> it is. It's, it's true. It's true. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I have a fiber, uh, fiber overload. I think bananas,
2: potassium. The, but, yeah, potassium
0: <laughs> I don't even know what's in a banana. <laughs> I, I don't care. They taste good. They keep my stomach happy, but yeah, certainly would much rather have a factor meal kit. I could tell you that much. And boy, oh boy, is this a tough one this weekend because game time always has you covered on all the latest deals on tickets uh in town we're obviously all big sports guys here so game time typically we would go to a sports game the rockies are on the road until the 14th of august the PIDs are off because the MLS yeah, they has got eliminated cup. from their got league cup. Eliminated. They let us down on that one a little. So I really don't know. Uh, both Yahir and I's wives would love to go to the Peso Pluma concert. That is, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> trending right now on Game Time tickets going for two hundred and eighty dollars. I actually think from when we started the show to now, that's increased to a hundred bucks. That's how big Peso Pluma is. You know Jeez. what? Get yourself $11 tickets to the Rockies against the Diamondbacks on the 11th. I'm actually taking the little one before she's back in school to a Rockies game. I'm doing it,
2: guys. They made the trades. They're going to play the kids at least. I want to see the kids
0: with my kid, and we're doing it through game time, where right now you can sign up with game time, use that code DMVR, and get $20 off. That's two free tickets for me and the kiddo at Coors to watch the D-bags in town. That's our game of the week. It's next week, the fourteenth. Go watch the D bags with me and the kiddo. Use that code DNBR for twenty dollars off. Game time, best customer service, best deals, and our game time game of the week. All right, we
1: back here, segment two, the Denver Sports Podcast. Don't forget to re- to subscribe to this one so you never miss it. We do them every single week. It's we want to grow this show. Get some great panelists from and yeah. around DNBR. You're not going to want to miss it. All right, let's do the ABS Rudo, the first one you submitted. Yeah. Your first nomination, what if Nazem Kadri wasn't suspended in the 2021 series versus Vegas?
2: Yeah, well, uh, what if the Avs were back-to-back cup champs? Yep. You think that's it's just that simple? It's a little more complicated, I than agree. That, but I think it's a very real possibility that they get there. I promise you they don't lose to Vegas
1: in 6 with Kadri in the lineup. Here's let me just push back before you get too deep into this cuz this is my outsiders hockey take. Sure. They the I thought the Avs looked so soft in that series. Yeah, because they didn't have Nazem Kadri. That's my question. <laughs> Was he enough to bring it up? I know he's the toughness, but is he enough to elevate it to the level they needed in that series? I Again, I think they at least force a game seven
2: okay. with Kadri. Um, I okay. don't know if they solved the Philip Grubauer problem in net that cropped right. up at the end of right. that series. That one would be a little bit tougher and would be the big thing that you're looking at of like, well, maybe it didn't matter. But... It, it wasn't even the toughness. JT Confer and Tyson Jost trying to play the second-line role in that series. They just couldn't hang. And Kadri was not only able to hang, was a, a super effective force in the playoffs when he's not getting himself suspended. Yeah. He can produce. He can be physical. He can function as a face-off winning guy for you, which mm. the Evs could have used some of in that series. Yeah. Um, it It really... I don't know if they win it. Uh, but it would have been really, really fun if the Avs went to the finals. Philip Grubauer gets the revenge series against the Washington Capitals. It really, really missed out on some fun. Now, you know, obviously, 2022 happened, and I care a whole lot less yeah. about this what-if than had the Avs not won a cup. But it, it, the thing is, like... This is the third time this has happened in Nazem Kadri. The same scenario played out yeah, in Toronto crazy. with him twice. That's why he so, gets traded, right? Yeah. Essentially. So there's two cities with right. this what if That's right. that That's are, right. are both talking about it as like, this could have changed the course of not only his career, but if Toronto, a long-suffering fan base, had he not gotten
0: suspended for them. so That 21 season is very high on my all-time, like, we should have had that right. chip regret right. list. Like, That's yeah, why really it hurts really so high. bad. Yeah, yeah. And
1: I think, and this is why I was getting at it, Ruto, because I think, correct me if you disagree, but sure. I thought the Avs were good enough to win a title that year, and they were like I close, so. you know, whatever. But there is this other piece that when you win a title, you kind of realize that it's not just the talent. There's this yeah, other thing. There's and, more to it. And that year, that, that was point. the lowest of lows. That, I don't opinion, agree,
2: but we'll, well get well, to that in a minute. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was the lowest in terms of like the team... You know, there were real questions. Even McKinnon after that one was talking about, like, I haven't won yeah. anything. Yeah. Like, I, like, he was almost beating the analyst to the punchline yeah. of, like, maybe I'm just a good stats, mm-hmm. bad, you know, not a yeah. winner or whatever. And it was like, you got there, the, it's always darkest before the dawn, and yeah. it propelled them. But you kind of think that maybe they didn't need that. They could have just won it that I, year. Yeah, I, I really do think if Philip
2: Grubauer kept it together... If they get through that series, they get Nazem Kadri back anyway. Right. So all they had to do was get through Vegas, and if Kadri was there, I'm not saying they would 100, percent but they'd have a whole lot better chance of winning that series. And they, you know, somehow the team got better the next year, and they did win it. So it's great, but it it will go down in ABS history as maybe not quite as bad as the 03 team that was the super team that couldn't get it done
1: but I would yeah. I say darkest I meant of that era I'm just saying like we look at this era of McKinnon you know Yeah well this era began in the darkness so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But that's the so dar- true. Well darkness when you're a bad team when you're a terrible team is to me not darkness that's like we're waiting for direction <laughs> yeah. or something it's when you're ready to win and don't that it's like oh yeah, no it's this going to slip through yeah. our fingertips
2: well, and it's very much as you mentioned with the McKinnon comments, there's like, if the Avs don't figure this out in the next two years, he might leave. Uh, yeah. 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 And is now we're sitting here with an eight year extension for Nathan McKinnon. Right, so. right. I
0: know the title has since eased the pain of some of that, but I do remember being on TDSPs in those years and feeling like, man, the Avs window is like yeah. wide open. Yeah. And now these last, this last season and this off season makes me feel like, man, we, I don't. I don't know that I gave full credit to how like slim the margins are to make this it's championship hard. window fit, it, even with this young core. You I, know?
2: And look, I still think they have a very wide open window for the yeah. most part. Yeah. So. And look, they won a cup. You you cannot complain no matter what. Once you win a cup,
0: man,
1: in an era, it's like that era is validated.
2: You know, even if you think like the
1: Warriors won four, they can look back and say, oh, but we let that one go. Mm -hmm. But come on, guys. If if I'm dreaming here,
2: there's a very real world where we're talking about the difference between this being a modern dynasty and a true dynasty for Colorado is because Kadri got suspended that year and they didn't do the thing
1: all right, Well, right let's go to another another door. what if another sliding door here and this one's going back maybe one year too long but what if the abs win the draft five lottery seasons. it counts five seasons okay <laughs> what if the have win the draft lottery in 2017 and select consensus pick nolan patrick yeah
2: it, so we know for sure the abs had patrick at one on their board if they had won the lottery they would have done this and if you're not a hockey fan Nolan Patrick has more or less become a failed prospect because of mm. injury and not living up to the hype. He's barely in the NHL at this point because of the injuries. Uh, and instead, they lost. And, yeah, instead they lose the lottery, which arguably the darkest point in Avalanche all right. of Avalanche history. Because uh, this was a tanking like, yeah. era to get 48 that. Forty-eight points, get it. the worst NHL season yeah. in modern history, yeah. and then you lose the lottery. Right, you don't just lose it. You get the fourth yeah, pick, you, the <laughs> lowest <laughs> pick you could have gotten. Everyone's in absolute shambles at this point, and you end up with the best possible outcome, as we know now. But yeah, it, like, yeah. had they and not Kale gotten them
1: with McKinnon, right? 2017? No, 2017, 2017 McCarr. was McCarr. McKinnon oh, it was McCarr. Is okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
2: Thirteen, actually. Uh, but yeah, it with McCarr. If they don't get him, they probably don't have a third Stanley Cup right now. For uh, sure. I don't. <laughs> Come even,
0: on. I, uh, it's high. I mean, I
1: it's I a think this. No, I'm saying they don't. Like, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> we like if they don't have <laughs> Kel McCarr. Uh, yeah, right. That's. I mean, exciting. if the Nuggets yeah. Nuggets don't have Jamal Murray, I'm not yeah, sure yeah. they yeah. win. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> yeah, I think I know. so. I know.
2: Yeah. But and the Nolan Patrick part of this is the one that is so unbelievable. Like, you truly have no idea where the Avs are because yeah. if, you know, they went out and got a Nico Hischier even, you're like, all right, well, they have a good player. This this pushes them in the right direction. Nolan Patrick means they're still at the bottom of the league. Yeah, They're still not Man. a good hockey team. At what point are you spiraling into the level of Arizona? Which Because at this point, the Avs haven't really been a good team in a decade yeah and they've had a one or two playoff bursts that never went anywhere and Genuinely, we could still be talking about them in an eternal rebuild today.
1: This is why sports rule, though, Rudo, because we do this all the time, where we're like, "Oh, we got such bad luck," and usually it's true. Like mm-hmm. they're not always lucky, but that's the thing about sports is it's never fully hopeless. It felt hopeless. I'm <laughs> oh, certain at totally, that moment. Totally felt hopeless, but, but it turns out it was actually because we didn't know anybody. Yeah. Right? Uh, what if the Abs won the draft lottery in 2019 and selected Jack Hughes? So this one is
2: interesting because it actually has a ton of spiraling options that could have happened. Uh, What they ended up with was Bowen Byram, for the record, in that draft. And then they took Alex Newhook at 16 in that draft, too. If they had the 2019 pick, won the lottery, this is the pick they got from Ottawa, and they take Jack Hughes, first of all, you probably end up in a world where the Avs never have Nazem Kadri because you now have McKinnon and Jack Hughes down the middle. And then what do they do with that 16th pick? Do they take a defenseman at that pick? How do they round out the rest of their team? And I I honestly don't know. Too uh, many too many things. Yeah, it, it, that spirals out of control. And then before all of that, this was Ottawa's pick from the Duchesne trade, which they could have given them the 2018 pick if they wanted, which would have also been the fourth overall, and they could have taken Brady Kachuk. So you could have ended up with two different all-star caliber forwards in Colorado in worlds that aren't that different from this one do they win a Stanley Cup maybe I, I certainly feel more confident in those worlds than I do in the one where they don't end up with Kale McCarr but Bowen Byron was a huge key piece for them yeah. in that 2022 run
1: yeah. but what are the odds like I don't know Jack Hughes so what is Jack Hughes is, like, a, is Jack Hughes is a better player than Bowen Byron but he's a forward where Byron's right, right, a defenseman
2: right. so, so it, it, it would be very interesting now mm-hmm. as Jack Hughes had 99 points last year he's top-of-the-league-type player. Not quite as good as McKinnon yet, but... But to have two guys like yeah, that. Yeah, right. You're you're talking Crosby and Malkin levels in Colorado yeah. at that point, where you have arguably... I mean, I guess you have McDavid and Dreisaitl and Edmonton, but one right. of the top yeah. three center combinations in the world, and you still have Miko Ranton in there. It it probably reshapes how you view... And Kilmakar. Yeah, yeah. It, but even then, it probably reshapes how you view Colorado, because Colorado... Has become known as this defensive juggernaut, one of right. the best defenses in the league. Right. They still have a very good defense, but you'd be talking about them as probably the best offense, offense in yeah. the
0: league. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: which completely different team. Yeah, Again,
0: skating speed would have been yeah, even oh, more it, of a it, thing. It'd be multiplied yeah. by another factor there,
2: yeah. and I I think there's a probably a good chance there. Either in the 2022 Cup, maybe they win it. Maybe it's a conference finals, whatever. Because that team would be hard to beat it's scary but it it would really really reshape how you think about the team as a whole as far as their legacy is concerned and i it might actually be funner a funner team than it is now which is crazy to say because the have mm-hmm. are super fun but hughes and mckinnon
1: would have been a blast to watch yeah these ones are fun, man, because the draft, <laughs> it's funny how much hinges on a draft pick in yep. these sports, especially been, the sports um, where one player matters so much. A 17-year-old kid, and you're like, who knows? Yeah, <laughs> yeah especially know. with how young and everything. I, I do love this this version of the Avs, and it does make you wonder, like, I'm, with hockey, I do love speed, and I do love scoring yeah, more than sure. I love, like, a great Absolutely. defense. Most so people me, do. Yeah. yeah, so for me, I'm sitting here going, like, I don't know, that one sounds kind of fun, even though I like Byram, so... Who knows? All right, let's take another break. On the other side, Midnight Mel Tucker. What if he never flew the coop under the cover of darkness?
0: Who knows? Where would we be? Implications now. Also, some Rockies one. There you go. Wow! Tell us how you really feel. Yes. (laughs) Unlike the Rockies, we could not be higher on Shady Rays right now. (laughs) Uh, They are such. I mean, of all the products we endorse, this mm. is one of those I just love. First off, I'm a gearhead. Secondly, I love all their styles. In Colorado, you need shades. I always have shades on me. An extra pair in the car, you name it. And so I'm more of a volume guy, you know, and I was often picking volume over quality before. Shades, I don't have understand understand to make how they these choices. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah um and you know those designer glasses are just like what, what I, I got my t-shirt on <laughs> discount from dmvr and my shoes are 50 dollars vans i'm wearing 200 on my eyes like that, may, that doesn't, doesn't add doesn't up. Check yeah. out. shady rays though i don't have to make sacrifices i can give designer glasses with tip-top lenses pick out all their styles at amazing prices and right now our listeners can get even better prices using that code DMVR for 50% off their order from shadyrays.com um it's their best deal, deal of the season use that code DMVR honestly there's still like a bit of a hidden gem cuz they'll tell you they're rated 5 stars by 250 um thousand people in the world millions of people should be rating these guys five easily. stars it's yeah. like cr- it, and now I look at other sunglasses, I'm just like, it's stupid Why, to buy yeah. anything. Else. Why would you? And then, you know, I've got FOMO with them too, because other people in the office picked out cool shades, and I'm like, wait, what? I have six <laughs> pairs. How did I not pick those out? <laughs> um, so yeah, shady rays, man. For life, use that code DMBR shadyrays.com. Check them out. Always love this read. Circle K. <laughs> my place for snacks on road trips or what have you long commute home sometimes i need a break i stop get a pop what have you you get a pop do you I yeah you don't get a soda
1: you get a pop i got a pop i got a pop i'm a pop fella myself are you a pop guy or are you a soda guy
2: soda honestly i call all soda coke it's very Uh, okay you're a coke guy that's Uh, different but i don't drink coke i drink pepsi of course
0: (laughs) it's a coke it's a coke (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Grandpa's from Minnesota, so I think that's where I get pop from. Um, but we always talk about our favorite snacks on the road. Rudo, you got snacks uh, just I'm, before popping I'm on the show. So snack I saw. Master, it. tell I, him
2: what's your go-to snack. Lately, I've been on the corn nuts. You are pretty, on the corn nuts. Pretty kick. hard. Uh, it, it's the easiest thing for me to eat. So actually my real treat before i got married was sunflower seeds i oh. would eat sunflower seeds all day every day but my wife's allergic to sunflower seeds Whoa. really yeah so i had to swap to the corn nuts as the Dang. the replacement treat. what a guy though do you hear this <laughs> I mean, i'm telling you that's I mean, true absolutely. love right there oh, it's
0: a, I, i'm also thinking like you guys have been together forever like <laughs> you haven't had sunflowers in your life yeah. for like a
1: two decades well so we were, were married for You're five dead. he's like that was a marriage commitment yeah. that wasn't really an engagement the first One. seven <laughs> years of dating he's yeah. like well like, I'm, not I'm ready to put give a ring song. on it i'm yeah. still gonna enjoy
0: sunflowers babe <laughs> um i love that for you i love that <laughs> there's so many great snacks at circle k you can get uh thank you to circle k for sponsoring the mvr visit the near circle k near you and pick up all your favorite snacks AJ Fun fact. yeah AJ good by stuff. the way,
1: chiming in says Hughes in yeah. Colorado
0: would have made them dynastic. he's less
1: ambivalent as you I don't so i I'm still a believer in defense
2: winning championships that yeah. one, I think they probably win a cup, but I don't know if they're full- on dynasty with Hughes okay. it's just there's so many other moves to follow before you, know, you can it, truly
0: it, see yeah yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah. you
2: know maybe the EVs go out and trade for Eric Carlson when they get Jack
0: Hughes I don't right, know right, but right. a
1: top ten moment for me of this nuggets run was when, after getting in a little tussle on the sidelines, new yeah. owner, Phoenix Suns owner, Matt Ishbia, thought he was sly. He thought he was clever. <laughs> he brought yeah. in his old buddy, his old pal, Mel Tucker, to sit courtside in Denver, just as a little troll, knowing that Mid- Midnight Mel is a, a disgusting uh, name here in Colorado. That's and He right. thought he was being slick, and, of course, famously, Jokic, Handed him <laughs> the ball, completely disarmed him, and then just dominated the rest of the yep. series and, yep. and, and, and embarrassed him.
0: Great stuff.
1: I just <laughs> leave. I just wanted to tell that story, <laughs> as Midnight Mel being a part of it. That's Midnight Mel Tucker, though, him. he flew the coop. He goes to Michigan sure State. Does. I mean, if I'm being, if you gave me truth serum here, slimy college football, slimy. Um, he went to a
0: better paying, better kick. Yeah. Like part of me goes, like,
1: but I can't Get say. Get your brand. Cut that, cut that <laughs> feed. Don't don't include that part here. <laughs> Midnight after Mel Tucker after one
0: year is what really got people. After yeah.
1: one year, and after doing, remember he had the like speech he gave at like eight p.m. Mm-hmm. to the, the, mm-hmm. the boosters, yep. and then yep. like <laughs> at ten p.m. Yeah. Was he was gone. <laughs> gone. Yeah, <laughs> like slimy. Yeah, it was, for sure. it was, slimy. Um,
0: it was also very late in the process, which made it feel all yeah. very. Unsettling. Midnight Mel Tucker,
1: though, if he stays, here's some sliding doors for you, Dre.
0: Yeah, I mean, you'd think he's good enough and building enough momentum on the recruiting trail to still have a job and Coach Prime to never come to fruition, which, I mean, now that feels like, boy... Decades ago, I mean, yeah, yeah. eons ago. It's so true. Like <laughs> since then, the buffs are recruiting completely different levels of kids, and they're in a different conference. And like, <laughs> so true. They're getting like, the are you talking about the Pac-12 expo- buffs of, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. of yesterday <laughs> <Right>. Like, right? <what? laughs> Just the media exposure they're getting is like 1990s buffs versus what we've been used to the last in the 2000s. Uh, so that My changes life <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I like, was two when they won. Wow. Would they be any different though on field? Who knows? Who knows? I know. Do you, are you a CU person? No, I went to
1: CSU. It's oh, sorry. Are you a CSU, it's CSU a person? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really a college college guy. I college was there when they game.
2: hired Adazio. So what
1: is what? Drake? Oh, I... What is, Mel Tucker though? How would you rate him as a college coach? Because I because there here's the thing. There's CU good. And then there's
0: good. Well... And so, now
1: CU to good is different yes, with Coach Prime, but yes. before, I mean, it was...
0: He leaves CU as, like, a good, promising coach. I mean, the Michigan State good hires... recruiting a, and like, the, uh... You're a top 30 guy being paid as a top 15 guy. He has an extraordinary year his first year at Michigan say, and then all of a sudden he's considered, like, a top 10 coach in right, college right, football, right. which, in college football, the star is the coach, so right, that's yeah. a big deal. Regress since that next year so i mean that's college football for you he rose from like top 50 guy to top 30 to like top 10 to now it's like geez another bad season they might can him at michigan state you know right. like it changes that quick. Oh, as as I hope it happens. And he can go oh, spend more happen. time
1: with his buddy Matt Ishbia. <laughs> it'll happen.
0: Matt Ishbia, who I think is one of the big boosters who. Yes, he is. Like a, mm-hmm. yes. You're right, actually. million dollar That's contract. why him showing up.
1: Like, you guys remember like, when I stole yeah. Mel Tucker, Tucker for you? T- series tied 2 2. He really thought he was slick, didn't he, Matt Ishbia? Now, Dude, what are you? Yeah. <laughs> a loser. Absolute loser. <laughs> he is. Uh,
0: I think he is a loser.
1: Yeah. Sorry. I'm a little. A little you I'm got sure. a little heated there so for a the second. What if, is the what if here do the Denver Nuggets? That's, so true. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. The sliding doors of Mel Tucker never sits courtside. It is funny to think that they didn't win again after Mel Tucker arrived. The Suns were That's done. Right. Did he right. ruin it for them? We yeah. don't know. Uh, let's go to the Rockies here. So here's a funny thing. When I reached out to all of DNVR and said, hey, send me the what ifs, The saddest teams had the longest list. They did. (laughs) The Rockies guys, the Rockies crew sent me like the longest list of what ifs, right? Like nothing but bad decisions. But the top one that they listed here was allowing DJ LeMahieu to leave after 2018. This is what sort of triggered the series of events. It's the
2: beginning of the end, yeah. Because the Rockies
1: might be at this very moment. I think they are. I think the Rockies are at this very moment are at a franchise (laughs) low. This might be yeah. the lowest, not in terms of being bad or good, although they're very bad and also near that, but in, <laughs> worst in terms of, like, where are we going?
0: Yep. Like, full-blown apathy and
2: lack of any sort of It, it was forward. the first yeah. sign that, oh, they don't actually care about winning.
1: And that's what this was. Yes. And, you know, yes. I have a note here that even Montfort has gone on record saying that he regrets right. the, the decision here. Give me the sliding doors on this one, Ruto. I, the
2: sliding doors. the Rockies are potentially a perennial playoff team if they can keep DJ LeMahieu. You're talking about a guy who won a batting title uh, in Colorado, went on to be successful in New York also doing that. But it, every single piece in Colorado that leaves is connected to the last because right, yes. the Colorado Rockies aren't willing to build around their stars. And that's the reality of the situation with LeMahieu and then that trickles into Arenado, which trickles into Story, and you go the other direction, Lemayhew's not even really
1: first on the list. You have Tulo, you have... He's actually just in the chain, but you can go backwards or forwards. Yeah, either way, Lemayhew's
2: just the guy in the middle who won a batting title about it and was supposed to be in the turning point of the Rockies of, like, when they were supposed to come out and start being Mm -hmm. a playoff team consistently, and then they weren't, and there's a story that gets told, and I assume it's true, but pretty much every star that has ever played for the Rockies will pass on to the next Rocky star player. Hey, you're not going to win here. Right. Everyone has done it. Helton. That's what Arenado to me represents. And that's why I say for me, this is
1: as much as you're right, that it's in the chain of decisions. To me, it does feel like the beginning of the end, because the end to me was Arenado being like, that's what this is. I'm out of here. And then sure enough, the Rockies were like, you know what? He, we're going to prove him right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. well, wait, wait, hold on. We got this and wrong. <laughs> there was there,
2: The core run. of the team started to fall apart at that point because the era before that, you had kind of Helton as the staple yeah. who never left Colorado, was always there. And then you built this new set, the Tulo era,
0: yeah. was Tulo whatever Cargo. it was. We have some fun times. But
2: you built the new, the new era that was supposed to be the one that gets them to perennial contention. And instead of being willing to commit to that, where where we are now with the Montforts
0: when the previous offseason they commit big money to Ian Desmond which is going to go down as one of the worst free agents that that was poor (laughs) you know so like they were committed to trying to make this work and that really is the beginning of the end
1: not getting anything for John Gray at the 2021 deadline you also didn't get a draft pick for Trevor Story that same year and then this is a note from Patrick uh probably would have resulted in a few more wins and hope for this season now here's what i love about this one and why i think it matters and why i wanted to include it 2021 move that would have given hope to this season this is the thing about baseball it It takes so long to turn the the ship so now when i hear like so i talk to Susie and patrick all the time be like okay how do the rockies get out of here what is it and the vision is always so long. Yeah. They're like, well, if they start, and they did make the trade, yeah. you know, last yeah. week, maybe getting some some prospects, but it's always like, and then you develop in them, and then like two, three, four years, and you're like, yeah. right. you're, like I, you're telling me that that best, we're going to like two, three, four mm-hmm. years, this thing, and that's why when you see 2021, that was two years ago. It could be that that, just a little bit better management then, would now be paying off, yeah. Well, it, th- again, in this chain,
2: the these trades are the breaking point of where people are just flabbergasted by yes. this team because, yes. okay, you're not willing to pay your stars to keep them, but you're also incapable of getting value for them when right. you look to trade them. Right. So you're just nowhere.
0: Yeah. To me, if DJ is the beginning of the end, not making those trades is the end of the end. Yep. It, it's really like, I, I don't know why I should care if we can't even trade our best players for maybe some future assets. Well, so, and if you still have DJ and Trevor and all these guys on your roster, you're definitely trading Brennan Rogers for that trade that was on. Yep, JT you know? Realmuto, yep. that, yep. that's when I think about all, all the, time. the time. You're definitely trading Brennan Rogers and you are reloading your system with prospects and then you still have a solid pitching rotation at that point. John Gray probably resigns. You've got Erman on a long-term deal. You've got Kyle Freeland on a long-term deal. Like at this point- You're actually you've got, building
2: a baseball. You've yeah. got, you've got <laughs> five a to
0: six solid at bats and a starting rotation that kicks butt then you're just filling out your bullpen with prospect trades like the brennan rogers trade for the jt real mudo deal and the rockies could have been a world series team like this is genuinely one of the bigger sliding doors moments in my in my mind
1: do you think it'd be take fewer moves to go back to 2018 and reconstruct the rockies to be the best Team in baseball, or fewer moves to go and make them the worst. Like if Best. you had to go back and say, what's the worst we could do with these moves? You probably make fewer yeah. changes. Yeah,
0: I think you're right.
1: To what happened? I, I don't right. know how much
2: worse you could genuinely do. Right. right. <laughs>
1: you you right. give Chris Bryant a huge contract. I mean, that would be dumb if you were to do something like that. Who yeah. would do that? <laughs> all right, let's take a break. On the other side, let's hey, let's get that taste out of our mouth. Let's talk Nuggets, and we'll end up with just a quick Rams one. Cover all bases
0: speaking of taste in your mouth breckenridge brewery the brewery of summer for us i loved your shout out of palisade peach what's more colorado than a breckenridge brewery beer with some palisade peaches in it that's like Peak man, I feel like you should buy that at the corner of a like on Federal yeah, or something. Yeah. I get a Palisade, Palisade Peach, beer. Yes. <laughs> a little
2: beer. Yeah. Yeah. Time, like,
1: sell yeah. it at the
0: top of a Perfect. summit. It's so Colorado. It's crazy. I need to find me a good Palisade Peach stand. By the way, um you know it. Everyone's got their favorite. Whether you're a Strawberry Sky guy, a Fun Slinger, a Mile High City, Avalanche Amber Ale. Maybe you're more of a seltzy person with the good company hard seltzers. They've got it all for you. Of course, you know the drill. They've been with us for years, which is part of what we love. Don't make about me pick.
2: Right? Can I be an all of them guy? You can be <laughs> an
0: all
1: breakthrough guy. You. Absolutely I'm back to can. beer though. I'm having a little bit of a beer. We're We're back. We're back. Let's go. That's my Sierra. I'm back in (laughs) the. Let's
0: go. I love this for us. BreckBrew.com. You know the locators there. They will set you on the right track to find whatever flavor of Breck Brew suits you that day. Go check them out. And then they've been a new partner for a couple weeks now. I am loving Bet365, their app, all the bets they provide it's for these sickos you know he's gonna get dms from serbia you're gonna get dms from somewhere in scandinavia and now with bet 365 we can place all those bets
2: I, Nathan McKinnon's going to win the heart eventually. It's going to happen. He's plus 900 this year. I so. think
0: we've got both your teams boosted to win a title. Oh, yeah. And as if that wasn't Man, enough. Man, the Colorado Parlay is 2024. It the Colorado Parlay. Might be. It it might be. That. Is this the ball arena parlay? I actually know we've got more exciting stuff coming down the <laughs> pipe with that <Bet> 365 <laughs> And as if that wasn't enough, it's still new, partner. Some of you might not have signed up yet. Get on it. Use that code the NBR three six five. All you need to do is you you do the quick sign-up. You deposit money. I think it's a minimum 10. Place a $1 bet. All you need is $1. Win, lose, or tie. We want to we wanna place a bet on something that's happening this weekend. Because as soon as that bet is settled, win, lose, or tie, booyah, your account has 200 bucks free bets for you to place these futures on the nuggets and apps. Get hyped on the buffs. Fade the Rockies. Do whatever you want. You want to bet some Women's World Cup? They've got you covered. And, of course, right now, as if all that wasn't enough, 70% boost on your parlays available across most markets. Must be 21+. And physically located in Colorado, take advantage of our offer. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem wants help, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. If you guys want to talk about gambling, you might be talking to a billionaire right now.
1: Is that and right? don't even know it. Oh my god. <laughs> don't even know it. <laughs> I actually haven't bought a lotto ticket but I hear it's really big.
0: How did I this transpire? I,
2: I went to Circle K earlier today. I got they, your lotto. I I didn't have any cash on me but they were uh, like you sure you don't want a mega millions ticket right like, now? Uh, Wait,
1: what can I still get one? Yeah, it's like yeah. 1.5 billion yeah. or something crazy. So It's an absurd so amount. It's an absurd amount. Like, I'm hey, going to do that. I'm just saying, speak respectfully. You don't know. So <laughs> you point. might be talking now to I a pull very up powerful a person next week. Right? <laughs> the Denver Nuggets have some good ones here. I mean, the most obvious one is if Jamal Murray didn't get hurt. Now we did a full show on this on the DNVR Nugget show earlier this week, so I'll keep my comments a little bit more abridged. Here's, Rudo. maybe we feel differently because I could hear in your voice when you were talking about the lost opportunity as this, like, the one that got away that bothers yeah. you. Here's the thing with me. If Murray gets hurt, never gets hurt to the Nuggets win, I think there's a really good chance that they win one of the years that he missed. He missed two years. Yeah. Because as soon as he came back, they won. But I kind of feel like this played out you about had, as you had perfect. To go
2: through the hard times to get to the good times. Either they <laughs> win
1: two in a row or three in a row, and then obviously that's better. But if they just win one, but it means they don't get a later one or what have you, which is always more possible than Mm -hmm. not, just because how hungry are you or this or that. So three or two would have been better than one. But if you told me they could have won in 2021 but not 2023 i said no this was perfect the pain the slow burn it the waiting it was every hater on earth
0: in digging their heels in <laughs> on the nuggets yeah. like they
1: had the perfect way of creating doubt from everyone so that yes. they all got to be wrong and we got to be right so i wouldn't change it Here, my big question with that with if murray is healthy
2: is do the Nuggets give MPJ enough time to get through his own injury troubles and develop into the guy that he was for them in this in this finals run? Or does that
1: relationship kind of sour, or is he just not able to be that guy in Denver? So the thing that happened that sucks that nobody talks about is Jamal Murray got hurt, and the next year, Porter was going to go from the number three guy to the number two guy, but then he got hurt. Yeah. So then they lost both mm-hmm. of them. So to your point... I I mean, all these sliding doors, even when you were talking about Hughes, it's like, yeah, but he's a good player, but it just changes things. And who knows? The chemistry is just who, yeah. Sometimes better is not actually better. And so that's how I look at with the Porter thing is we know what happened worked (laughs) and what could have happened might have also worked. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I just know from a narrative standpoint, the Nuggets' 2023 championship is my favorite championship of any team I've ever rooted for, and it's not close. And a lot of that had to do with Murray's injury, Putting us down yeah. again to that low, for low sure, point, man. and then getting to climb all the way back up for it.
0: Yeah, thousand percent. You you do wonder if Murray's healthy, how much does that change Jokic's development and stuff? You know, mm,
1: he didn't win MVPs until mm. the year he, he went by down. Himself. So. Yeah.
0: He kind of did. I like that
1: one. Um, here's the crazier one that we had. What if the Nuggets lost to the Jazz in the bubble in 2020? There was a bubble. The pandemic that Mike happened. Mike Conley shot, right? You have to, oh, yeah. man, Mike Conley shot Rams out at the last second. And Denver could have lost in right. round one to an under-seeded Utah Jazz team. And, of course, they went on to win that one. They won the next round, and they go to the conference finals. And the era sort of is, like, validated. Yes. Like, okay, we yes. know we have the guys. It, is Jamal still a Nugget? Like, th- that bubble was
2: like, oh, Jamal has arrived, right? Yes. So that never happens.
1: I think you might be right. They I mean,
0: come back from 3-1 and back-to-back <laughs> series. That was formative for that group. I mean, it's why we have confidence. Like, If, you, if they lose to the Jazz, Absolutely.
1: the thing about it is this. If they lost to the Jazz in that series, we don't have confidence that the Nuggets are. Mm-hmm. They won that one, and then they beat the Clippers. And they go to the conference finals that year, and it's like, they're ready. They're yeah. on the doorstep that yeah. we know. And then, of course, the Murray thing and whatever. But we kind of knew we had seen it. If they lost to the Jazz, we'd be like, all right, two years, they've beaten the mm-hmm. San Antonio Spurs. Seven-seeded, terrible, not even building anything San Antonio Spurs, and they have never won anything mm-hmm. else. You either make trades, or even yeah. if you don't, we just all don't really believe in them. The hype yeah. isn't there. No. Yeah. What were the Avs' early wins in the playoffs prior to...
2: Uh, they beat Calgary in the playoffs when McCar first arrived. That
0: was the big first one. Wait, where so it was like? Okay. That's
1: like 2015 or 16? That'd or be 2018. 2018, okay. Nah, uh, 2019. Yeah, I those guess. are yeah.
0: huge. And then for the Nuggets, especially the like, they can't get out of the first round. They're just like right. all these other teams we've seen oh, the last 30 years. Oh, that yeah. was excruciating.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different yeah, level dude. of long term pain. There was, because there was like, people that thought that about this team, even with them having made the conference finals, there were still people that were like, yeah, but they're not real or this or that. But if you would have lost mm. to the Jazz, to Rudy well, Gobert, I, it would have been like, they're, they're not there's some. Awesome. Fan,
2: there are people that were out on the abs when they were up 3-2 in the cup finals.
1: Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> some fans just live that way. I don't know. But at <laughs> least they didn't have a leg to stand on. Whereas if you would have lost to the Jazz, they, it's all the, see, the fun part about being a Nuggets fan in the Jokic era, mm-hmm. with, again, the Murray injury yeah, playing yeah. into this, is that everything people said, there was a very logical and, I would say, reasonable reason to say, yeah, but you're wrong. The Nuggets with won't win with look at what they got swept by the Suns. Yep. Yeah, but they didn't have Jamal Murray, and that's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you lost to the Jazz, you wouldn't really have a leg to stand yeah. on. Your whole mm-hmm. thing would just be faith. Yeah, yeah.
0: So no, that would be that's a huge one. It's a huge
1: one. It's a it's an ugly one. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Rams, I just have what if CSU uh, the Rams? By the way, Justin Michael did give me a long list. Another <laughs> yeah, one like sure. you know, yeah. Man, yeah. a lot yeah. of what ifs there. there. Yeah. But I'm just gonna do this one. What if CSU didn't hire Steve Adazio... Steve Adagio famously terrible coach also worse interview <laughs> very grouchy oh, terrible he's like a guy that he's a football he's a high school football coach from 1977 <laughs> he, he should have been in like dazed and confused right he seemed like that's where he belonged spiritually he Was yeah, like yelling yeah, at yeah. some high schoolers right. you know to pick up their pants or something uh-huh. um, anyway he comes in it's a disaster it's terrible is it a big sliding door though
0: had they actually made the right hire, where that program could be now, as opposed to where they were? I mean, when I was doing some Rams content, I want to say that was about twenty seventeen or so. That's when they like they'd just come off a winning season. McIlwain gets poached and taken to Florida. Their quarterback's a third round pick. Like everything seemed to be lined up. Anything. In that stretch, in that window, to pick up off that momentum would be huge. With where the program's at, yeah. they've had a new stadium, they've committed a ton of money. Yeah. Even these conversations of where could they be in the, you know, realignment? Could they go to another Power Five conference? All those conversations become a lot easier for the Rams if that Steve Adazio tenure isn't sober. The the
2: problem in college football with when you end up making a mistake like Adazio. Is not just oh we had a bad coach let's move on. It's this has decimated your ability to recruit players for the foreseeable future. You need to do something like CU and pull a Dion Sanders to be able to recover your ability to recruit college yeah. athletes. Yeah. And if they had found a way to just be a half decent program where they could still pull some decent recruits, maybe they're taking the next steps into being an actual competitive college team. But. Instead, they've moved the exact opposite direction.
1: But at the same time, maybe, maybe not. Your point about the football stadium is is a good one. It's a great stadium. Mm -hmm. It's a stadium almost above what (laughs) CSU football is, right? But the thing is, is that... And I feel the same way about CU, by the way. CSU people don't come after me for this. (laughs) You got Coach Prime at CU. I feel like it's great because you've outkicked your coverage. But the odds of you retaining this guy for a long time in my opinion are very very low because if you're too good then you just go somewhere else and i just feel the same way about csu like how big of a sliding door and this again i'm pretty outside college football so this isn't a big take but it's you either got a great guy who was there for a little bit and maybe Mm -hmm. helps you the program a little bit but then he's gone or you just found the perfect middle guy who was like pretty good a little right. bit better than what adazio right. was yeah. maybe what we think norvell might be especially this year which is pretty good but we already if we already have a norvell did we just really just arrive at the same point
0: yeah in a sense you could make that that argument well it's the it's the maintaining of momentum and how key that is in college athletics to right. like raise your profile that's like yeah you set them back like you you didn't do that for a solid like three years you know but yeah, you're right. I don't think it's monumental as some of the other ones we've talked about.
1: What's the latest? Are they Pac-12? No. Is the Pac-12 the Pac-12? <laughs> Is the Pac-12 the Pac-12? So they're not it's Pac-12? Definitely
0: not 12. <laughs> uh, kind of died today. Yeah, the Pac-12 <laughs> might might just be defunct. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, they might if? have added some Pac-12 teams to their conference. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was that actually, that was that that actually that Pac-12 team the Mountain West.
1: Alright, everybody, thanks for hanging with us. We had a good time with this. A lot of what-ifs. You guys catch all the stuff we have going on at dnvr we have a bunch of people passionate about a lot of different sports of course rudo covering the abs what do we have going on with abs next week uh deep off season yeah (laughs) they're all on the golf course that's
2: what's going on with the abs next week
1: we got dre doing bets as well as filling in for basically every other thing and of course me doing the nugget stuff everybody hit that like button be safe have a great weekend we'll see you later